Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the February 5th edition of Pac-Man and the Rev. I am Pac-Man. We are flying solo today. The Rev is not in. Uh, if you're a constant follower of our show, you know that's a, a pretty consistent thing. Either he's in and I'm out, or I'm in and he's out. Uh, usually it's because we're at a lot of local events doing things like gun shows, uh, training classes. Uh, I travel a lot, and... Uh, he is currently at Warriors Revolution holding uh, Section 5 of his uh, Urban Survival Training class. Uh, I believe today he's actually discussing barter boxes, which is uh, a concept of items for preppers to collect that are valuable for trade and, uh, and basically uh, getting necessities, needs, and services during times of crisis. Uh, yeah, so he will not be in today. It will just be me. And I decided that uh, we're going to do uh, a little bit of a throwback to some of our previous shows. And, uh, you know, we, we know about uh, current events. Everybody, every show on this station talks about current events. So there's probably no news that I can bring you that is new news that you are unaware of or uh, unfamiliar with. But... I kind of want to talk about the uh, the applications of uh, of policy and and things that uh, the the things that these uh, these current events really pertain to as far as the individual and and the perspective of things like the Constitution in the United States and uh, and some of the some of what I feel is a misrepresentation that is the fault of media and social media and and news outlets and even our very government itself as to uh, this constant state of confusion that it puts the American people in about what their rights are. So, uh, you know, we... Uh, we have been a long-time uh, fan on this show of two very key phrases. One is consider the source, and the other one is follow the money. Um, we know that money money makes the world go round is the phrase that it is, and it, it really does. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're somebody who is very anti-Fed, very anti-central bank. It doesn't matter. No matter what, no matter what the process or the system, or doesn't matter if it's communism or socialism or capitalism, or they they fundamentally have their roots in money and who controls the money and who gets the money and who makes the money and who benefits from the money. Uh, you know, here in America, we we have what we like to and the world considers a capitalist economy which the reality of capitalism is the making of money it's not it's not really so much just a a super black and white defined system it is about the free enterprising market and the gain of wealth uh every every country every every type of government ultimately works on some sort of capitalist 
functional ideals for the simple fact that they need to make money to operate. What really defines and sets them apart is the way that that money is utilized, the rights of the people for their access to wealth and success and power and, and, and financial gain. So whereas some forms of government confiscate tax or control all of the forms of money. The reality is is that if you live in a socialist government that, uh, that relies heavily on, on large taxation of the wealth within the country, that country still has to make that wealth for it to be taxed. Uh, countries like China, where their government controls almost to a 100%, the industry within that country, from rather be agricultural to industry to manufacturing to mining, you know, whatever those things are, those resources alone don't allow the country to operate. The country has to make money off of those resources, and they do so in the form of trade or whatnot. But it all comes down to the dollar and who controls it. The dollar, the ruble, the yuan, however you want to look at it. The monetary system in place and who is in charge of it. Uh, you know, so... The problem is in this country is that politics is just as susceptible to that as business is, um, whereas a wealthy individual can go out and buy a slew of different businesses and control an industry and control a, a commercial commerce sector or or something of that nature, that same money can also be used to purchase politics. Uh, the, you see it in a lot like like here's a really easy example when uh, when Manchin and I probably will pronounce her name wrong but uh, Kirsten Sinema uh, I hope I said that right uh, my apologies for that if I did not uh, who is a who is a U.S. senator from Arizona. Uh, one of the very first things that happened when she joined Manchin in voting against uh, against the abolishing of the filibuster was articles came out left and right about key financial supporters and PAC money pulling their support from her. Uh, so, you know, that's the thing. We've got these PACs. We've got these super PACs. We've got these uh, individuals, groups, industries, businesses, uh, big pharma, big oil, uh, big tobacco, big, you know, big everything that that really runs the political scene through financial pressure uh, because, you know, in the end, these senators and these politicians, you know, 50 years ago, nobody wanted to be in government. Government was a crap job. Nobody wanted to work for government. Benefits were crappy. Uh, the the jobs themselves were not that were not that fantastic. And now, in in recent decades, government has become the goal. Like everybody wants to get a government job. Go work for the postal office. Go get this. Go get this. Work for the government. The benefits are huge. The the pay is really good. Government has become a way to obtain wealth. And government is not supposed to be that, but that is what it is, and that is what it has become. And those people who have money and power and influence are well aware of this, and they use that money to influence 
government uh, through the form of lobbyists, uh, fundraising, donations, PAC donations. Even when individuals aren't allowed to directly support a politician, they can do it through various organizations. We will be right back after the break. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com All right. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us through the break. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, about money and, and its influence on the world. And and really, its influence is on everybody. I mean, we all want to make money. We all want to pay our bills. We all want to be successful. We all would like to have financial independence. Uh, that's why we get up and we go to work. I mean, some of us, we you know, we love our jobs. I love what I do. But... Uh, you know, without the pay to it, it's a hobby. And I have lots of hobbies. But the point is, is that the accumulation of wealth in this country is pretty much limitless. Uh, I mean, we have now we have people that now this now this is on paper, this is on paper. So don't don't think that they're just out there writing, you know, multi-billion dollar checks. But there are people who have obtained mass, mass, mass amounts of wealth. People like Elon Musk, who have broke $300 billion in, in liquidatable asset wealth. You know, now when you're, when you're talking about billionaires, we're talking about people that are usually invested in stocks within a various industry. They were either pioneers of an industry or they are investors. Um, a lot of them are investors within their own industry. And so, you know, when when somebody says, "Well, this person this person has three hundred billion dollars," well, no, they have they have they have 
ownership of things that are estimated at a certain value, but they don't have $300 billion in in cash just lying around in their banks. So let's, but that, that's kind of a different subject. But the point is, is that we, we have these individuals in this country that have obtained large amounts of wealth. But no matter how much wealth you think of as an individual perspective, uh, Elon Musk and his 300 billion or, uh, or Jeff Bezos, uh, the former CEO of Amazon and his, uh, his X number amount of billions, Bill Gates, uh, founder of Microsoft and his billions, the, the accumulative wealth or, or the wealth of these individuals, as impressive as it may be, is in very, very, very pale comparison to the industries that they run and the industries that really make this world go round. Like, I'll give you an example. Apple. Apple, for one, a, a huge major tech company out in the world. Uh, you know, while while you have people like Elon Musk that are worth $300 billion, Apple itself has a liquidatable asset and cash value of over a trillion dollars. So, you know, when there's the the stock market itself has over two trillion dollars a day worth of financial transactions. So, I mean, when you when you step up to to the buying power of of industry and business, when people say oh, big tobacco, well, they're not just talking about Philip Morris. They're not talking about just the individual who runs that single company. They're not talking about that single company itself. They're they're talking about a conglomerate of companies that are worth trillions upon trillions of dollars. And when you talk about big pharmacy, you're not just talking about Pfizer or just Moderna or just Johnson & Johnson or just Bayer or any of those individuals. You're talking about a, an accumulative industry with a wealth that is beyond measure, uh, you know, trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars. Well... We we tried at one time to make it where where private sector money was not allowed to influence politics by 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 limiting the amount of direct candidate donations that an individual could make. However, we also then turned around and circumvented those laws by ha by allowing the formation of PACs and super PACs, which are wealthy individuals, wealthy organizations that contribute large amounts of money into general funds that are not regulated under the same uh, under the same principle as a private donation, and so they were able to funnel and channel billions and billions of dollars into our political system. One uh, Colorado is a victim of that when. You know, we, we had a pretty balanced, uh, in fact, Colorado at one point used to be a red state, and then Bloomberg, with his billions of dollars, came in and started dumping money into our state to buy elections, to influence uh, influence the politics and, and the makeup of our state Senate and House of Representatives, and... and you know, I remember the fame saying when uh, when he was successful at all that, and he he said, "We've got Colorado," you know, and and what he was really saying is, "We we bought them, we bought them with they're bought and paid for," and you know, we have 
we have people that have generated massive, massive amounts of wealth in politics. You know, almost every politician, not every single one of them, but almost every politician is, is by the average man's standard, incredibly wealthy. Uh, but most of them have been in their, in politics their entire life. And so here's the thing is that it doesn't, it doesn't come from their paychecks. You know, the, the, now I don't make $200,000 a year. The average Senator does. Um, so it's, it's a pretty sizable amount of money, but when you're talking about you, they, if you didn't get taxed a single penny and you saved every penny of every paycheck that you got for a 10 year span of a political career as a Senator, you would accumulatively been paid $2 million. And that's, that's not counting what you spend it on to live your food, your vehicles, your housing, whatever. And, but some of these senators are worth tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, and they have spent their whole lives in politics. So government has clearly become a method or a pathway or a doorway to getting incredibly wealthy. Um, and a lot of that comes simply from industry buying favors from politicians uh, to influence their votes and their and their support for different things. You know, we no longer have a country where being an elected civil servant in Congress was something you did as a duty to the people uh, in between your normal careers and your, your jobs and, and wherever it was that you worked. People used to leave their farms to go meet in Washington when they were elected officials of their of their districts and their their representation regions and go cast their votes do things leave washington and return to their jobs to their normal lives well politics has become a job and, and it's actually become an industry because not only do you have politicians themselves but you have people who make very very fantastic careers being just political advisors uh political analysts you have news stations who do nothing but politics that you know so it is it has become an industry in its own not really any different than your typical big pharma industry or your big oil industry, the difference being is that this industry has the power to regulate, um, something that no other industry really has other than buying the influence of regulations, uh, people who set regulations, no other industry really has the authority to regulate its, not only itself, but every other industry within the business. And so this becomes a very, very valuable asset to politicians and and has changed the political system to less of what you know or or what your what you what your goals or your ideals are to more of who you know. Uh, if you are an industry insider and you happen to have it in good with a bunch of politicians, that can be a very very beneficial and fruitful relationship when it shouldn't be. But that is how it is. Um, we know this because you know media is a prime example of it. The, the show you listened to just before us uh, spoke on this matter about how you have these billion dollar uh, corporations and billion dollar investors that go around and they buy up these 
these types of media that that push information out to the people and and the purpose of that is to control the the filtering process of what does or does not reach the people so they can protect the things that they don't want to expose they can expose the things they don't want to protect and they can influence the general masses opinion and ideas of certain things uh jeff bezos fine example of that he bought up the Washington Post and the the purpose of him to buy uh, buying that up was not uh, was not really to to get out there and produce a a factual and reliable news system in fact he does very little actually running of that company the purpose of him buying that that paper was look where the Washington Times comes from it comes from Washington obviously it's right in the name look where the headquarters of Amazon is. It's based in Seattle, Washington. So, uh, you know, they he basically bought a media outlet to control the type of press that his business was getting. And here's the thing is that media is business and uh, there was a, there was an interesting there was an interesting piece on TV last night where they were talking about about the about the damages of the thinking of the very, very, very far left and the very, very, very far extreme right and how how the extreme left has always kind of had this anti-American sentiment about them, but the extreme right is actually starting to to pull some of that too and that they they both are believing, you know, one side is believing that we're just one GOP vote away from the destruction of democracy and and the the far right believing that we we are just one more that we are just one more crazy left policy away from seeing the destruction of America and and they have both become incredibly critical of of this nation as a whole for very different reasons but you see uh, you see that the right is you know they they have their their keystone things like you know our border is out of control and and, and it's ruining this country and the left is saying yo you know we've got we've got this fundamental systematic racism that is ruining our country and you know all these things but but what is driving those things what is driving that sentiment amongst the people why are the people so convinced that America is just a single election away from uh, from its complete democratic or democracy destruction and and, and really, that's because of the news media, and and the way that they pander and understand that media is business. Business is about making money, and so the media was looking for ways to secure their base. Um, you know, CNN actually used to be a very moderate, uh, a moderate reporting, but as they began to lose business to corp to competitors like MSNBC, they decided that they were going to shift their focus on far right left views so that they could retain a certain amount of audience and viewership and, and, and grab a niche of people with these extreme and radical things that just the inflame and enrage people so that they could create this core of viewerships for the sake of making money and profits. They are a business. Their number one goal is to 
turn a profit to maintain an in-the-black bottom line. And Fox, they did the same thing as groups like Newsmax and those guys came out and they were a little bit more a little bit more moderate reporting, uh, trying to focus more on saying, hey, you know, this is some of the good things that the left is doing and, and some of the really bad things that they're doing, and this is the good things that the right is doing and the really bad things to do. Fox began to lose viewership, so they shifted themselves to a more far-right approach to, again, do the same thing that CNN did, to create a niche market for their listeners to to be to appease their listeners to enrage and 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 create a loyalty amongst a certain group of listeners so that they could retain a certain amount of viewership well you know the thing is is that and we see that they are just constantly pounding on social media and the destruction of democracy. Like they literally have an episode or a, a series on CNN. I can't remember the exact name of it. I don't have my notes in front of me, but it literally references the fall of democracy, democracy in peril. Uh, you know, so this is what they fire at people left and right and, and creating this, this stigma amongst the masses that if you, if you support this, then then you are you are at fault for the downfall of this country. And on the other side, they're saying if you support that, then you are on this. You are the reason for the downfall of this country. But the the real the reality of it is is that these people aren't doing this because they care about what you know or don't know. They care about what they're profiting of. We will be right back after the break and continue this out. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Hey, man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican. There's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click the shop. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts at Life Choices Pregnancy Medical Center. Life Choices serves women and men facing unplanned pregnancies who deserve to be heard. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and education in a non-judgmental, confidential environment with a caring advocate. Our clients come in scared, confused, and overwhelmed by the size of their issue, but leave educated and empowered with the knowledge to choose life. To donate, visit our website at lifechoices.org. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. All right, welcome back. Man, we are already in the bottom half of the hour. It is flying by. Uh, so, again, Pac-Man here, Pac-Man and the Rev. The Rev is out. He is at doing uh, his training class, which happens every two weeks. Uh I got to tell you guys, it's a pretty amazing class, uh, broken down into sections that don't necessarily have to be taken in order. They're indivi- individual sections that cover major topics about about prepping uh, the mind and even the spirit and the body of, for crisis management. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about that, you can contact the Rev directly at uh, 303-809-3343. That's Three zero three eight zero nine three three four three and folks, that is not an answering service. That is not a call center. That is not a business number. That is the phone that is in his pocket at this very moment. However, he's teaching until three, so give him a moment to get that class over with before you call, um, or just leave him a message. But anyway, so. Why were we talking this whole first half of this hour about the financial influence of things? Uh, I wanted to lead into this. So there is only one thing in this nation that should, I'm not saying it does, but should govern politics, and that is the Constitution. Uh, the Constitution, as you know, is the document about the founding principles and the rights of the people. Not the rights of the government. In fact, the Constitution is specifically written to limit the functions and the and the uh, and the abilities of government, not to promote government. It is to promote the people, their rights, and specifically their rights existing within this nation. Um, why is the Constitution important? Because it's supposed to be unalienable, un. There's supposed to be rights that are unconditional that you have, period. And here's the thing, is that we have almost every single right now in the Constitution has been burdened down by caveats created by politicians and lawmakers. Uh, what is the purpose of this? Why, why do we say things like... Uh, you have the right to your opinion and the right to free speech. But then we put a caveat on it that says, well, so long as what you have to say isn't offensive and doesn't upset people. Uh, Why do we have a Second Amendment that says, your right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, but then we're going to add a caveat to that that says, well, 
you have to be a certain age, you have to make sure that you're not a criminal, that you don't have a violent history, that you don't owe taxes. Did you know that? Did you know that being behind on your taxes and owing the IRS money can actually disqualify you from owning a firearm? Uh, yeah, so there's all these caveats. We have, uh, we had, uh, the, protection of the Fourth Amendment that against unlawful search and seizure and due process and those things. Well, those are all, those have all been caveated. The Patriot Act is the finest example of that caveat right there. It's like, now you can be, as, as long as you are determined to be a threat against national security in some form or fashion, there is no actual definition of what that means or what degree of threat you have to represent, you can be detained without charge for an indefinite amount of time, basically stripping away your due process. So we have all these caveats on, on the Constitution. And here's the thing about the Constitution is we have all kinds of people, we have all kinds of court systems, all kinds of individuals, uh, self-proclaimed scholars that are out there trying to tell you what the interpretation of the Constitution is. Well, here's the one question you have to ask yourself is, do you know anybody in this world who is 245 years old? Because if your answer is no, then you don't need to be listening to anybody about their interpretation of the Constitution. The Constitution is written. Those are the words. That is what it means. There is no reason to be pulling it apart and trying to read between lines because there is nothing between the lines. The Constitution strictly says what it says. These rights exist. This is what that right is. There is no, oh, well, they, they meant it for this or, you know, that was a different time or, or those things. Those, that's irrelevant. And why is it important to stand up against this idea of reinterpreting the Constitution? Because it is often reinterpreted by not only politicians and lawmakers, it is then when people disagree with it, they take it to court and the courts get to interpret it as well. The problem is, is that all of those things are very politically motivated. We have presidential administrations that elect individuals on to the Supreme Court that lean towards one party or the other. And as we discussed in the beginning of this hour, the politics is bought and paid for. So again, the money has the influence. And so the question is, why would one individual look at the Constitution and interpret the same exact bill, like, say, the Second Amendment, why would somebody on the right or a conservative interpret it any different than somebody on the left or, or on the liberal side? There shouldn't be. It is written in ink that is put on that piece of dead tree 240 years ago. There is no difference between it based on who is reading it. So why do we have these interpretations? Because there are political motivations which are ultimately financial motivations. Uh, and those, those motivations do not speak to the Constitution's prevalence to the people. They speak to the agendas of those in charge. So, you know, so if you are a true constitutionalist, there are certain things that you should be, that you should stand up against. And this is going to sound really weird, but, uh, you know, mainly because it's been pounded in our heads by social media and, and regular media and, and self-righteous politicians that these things are wrong and you're wrong for feeling this way and you're an extremist for feeling this way. But here's the thing is we have a, First Amendment that protects speech and 
freedom of religion, which means I can choose to practice my faith any way I so see fit, as long as I'm not, you know, committing myself to a faith where I'm sacrificing humans or doing things like that, because taking away somebody's life is also fundamentally against the ideals of the Constitution. But we have the freedom of speech that is that is probably the absolute most important of all things and that is that a man with an idea has a right to speak that idea it does not matter whether you agree with it or you find it offensive or you think that that he shouldn't say it because that makes him an a-hole. Well, guess what? Being an a-hole is a constitutional right. You, there is no constitutional right in the, in the Bill of Rights that says you as an individual do or do not have the right to be a mean person or to think nasty thoughts. What it is saying is that your expressions are yours and yours alone. Your thoughts, your opinions, they belong to you, not to your neighbor, not to the Congress, not to the lawmakers. They belong to you. Now, there is a difference between actions and words. If you are somebody who is a racist, I hate your guts, just so you know, but I have a right to hate your guts. But you also do have a right to be a racist because that is your opinion and you are entitled to your opinion. However, if you turn that opinion into actions, I hope you get buried, and, and that's how it should be. But the point is is that nobody should be censored, condemned, or blocked because they feel or think or say certain things. That's just not the way that this country works. And if you say, oh, well, they're promoting hate, well, maybe they are promoting hate. But you as an individual, it is your responsibility to overcome that hate. Uh, we will be back in just a couple minutes. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training or seller reservations, visit PEshows.com. That's PEshows.com for more info. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. See you at the show. Hey, folks, The Rev here. 
Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, yeah, so the interpretations of the Constitution are influenced by the politics of the interpreters, and the interpreters' politics are influenced by the money. Uh, you know, so I was talking about the First Amendment there for a minute. I said, you know, if you are a person who preaches hate, if you are a racist, you are a disgusting person, I will put that out there, and I will challenge anybody to uh, to change my mind about that, uh, but you're not going to be successful. You are a disgusting person, but you are a person acting within your rights to say, think, and feel how you do. Uh, make you a good person? Not at all. Make you anything but a horrible person? Nope. So... You know, you you have those rights. Same with the Second Amendment. Arguably, probably, the second most important amendment in the... Uh, the reason the First Amendment is the most important is because change, progression, development does not happen through the suppression of ideas and free thinking. Uh, so... That makes that, number one, the most important thing. The Constitution itself was written by the expression of free-thinking men. So, why is the Second Amendment probably the most second uh, of importance and it is sitting perfectly right where it needs to be for for its important place is that it is a protection of all other rights. Doesn't matter if it's your Fourth Amendment, your Fifth Amendment, your, your Sixth Amendment, your First Amendment. These are... This was specifically written to give men the ability to defend those rights. And from who? From who? That's the question. The reality of it is, is the who is the government who is trying to reinterpret what your rights are. Why Why do I say that? Well, because, first of all, how did we get rights in this country? We had to take them from a government. Governments are control factors. And anybody who is interested in being in control of something does not want to give freedoms to the things that they control. Uh, governing is different. Controlling is what our government is best at. Well, the the whole point of the Second Amendment was to make sure that governments, which we had to fight to take our rights back from, have no choice but to secure those rights for us. Uh, so, nobody, absolutely nobody, we have the, like I mentioned before, we have caveats. Things say, oh, well, if you're a convicted felon or you owe money to the IRS or you, uh, you know, or we think you're a dangerous person, then we should not be allowing you to have a gun. And I 100% disagree with that. I believe every person, now I do believe there's an age restriction thing that is, that is, 
necessary, but here's the thing about an age restriction is that that's something that everybody can overcome, that everybody eventually reaches that age. But the reality is human beings are the slowest to develop species on the entire planet. And so, yes, you have to have a maturity, a mental ability to make good decisions. But here's the thing. Why do I think that the Second Amendment applies to everybody, including felons and people who owe money to the IRS and, and whatever other reasons you can come up with for denying somebody access to a firearm? I'll tell you it's just this simple. Anybody who is walking the streets of society has been deemed safe for society. And I will define that. If I am an individual who commits a violent crime and I am set in given a prison sentence and uh, 10 years and I serve my 10 years and on that day you release me into society you have determined that I am safe to release into society and that my debts have been paid which means if you don't think I am responsible enough and safe enough to own a firearm then you should not have let me out of prison so you don't get to do it both ways. You don't get to sit there and say, oh, well, you are too dangerous to be in society. And now you're just dangerous enough that you can that you're safe enough to be in society, but still too dangerous to partake in everything that is society that you, you can't do that. The Constitution strictly says the rights of the people, not the rights of people without criminal backgrounds or the rights of people who don't owe money to the government or the rights of people who are not considered violent individuals. It says nothing for that. So why why do we sit back and allow people who, who look at what was written? It was written to be self-explanatory sit around 240 years later and tell you what it means and define to you what it should mean. And and if there is a definition to what it means, which there is a definition to what it means, but my point is, is if there is a definition to what it means, then it should not matter who is interpreting it. They should all come up with the exact same definition. And that is why I'm saying that there are motivations behind the way this country and the way all countries are run that you have to follow the money and you have to consider the source. So, you know, we have we have this constitution that says this, 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 and this. Now, it may need to be defined in the sense that what does that actually mean? Well, we know what that means. Every word that's in that constitution, we can look up in a, in a dictionary and there's a definition for each of those words. So put that together. But to have people individually interpreting what the constitution means is very much the same as saying, if you look up the word stop in the dictionary and I read the definition, then I hand it over to my neighbor and he looks up the word stop and he reads a definition that is entirely different. How is that possible? It is not. Okay? There is no dual interpretations of the Constitution. The Constitution is unalienable rights granted to every citizen of this country. Now, that does not mean every person who was only born in this country. That means every person who comes to this country and completes the laws and the process to become a citizen of the United States is protected under those rights. There is no definition that says, oh, well, it applies to this citizen, but it doesn't apply to that citizen. No, they apply to everybody equally. So, 
if at any point we are going to sit around and accept these caveats from lawmakers and politicians with agendas that are motivated by 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 personal uh, personal goals and, and driven by financial contribution are going to sit there and define for us what our rights are we're going to end up like Canada now this is going to be funny because I'm on social media a lot and there's a lot of Canadians in my American political groups it's just fascinating and they're sitting there telling us what what we need to do to run a good country we're talking about a nation that didn't even have a constitution until the 1980s is suddenly telling us how we need to run our country but I'm going to get back into this when we come back from the break. Do not go anywhere. Thank you. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama would have Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. What's up, guys? It's Bucky Dillon from Your Morning Show, and I am proud to be partnered with Pride Roofing and Construction. There was a large windstorm recently. As many of you know, a lot of people's roofs ended up right in their lawn. Well, Pride Roofing and Construction would love to be the company that helps you out, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. They will come out and do a free, no-obligation inspection, just so you know the condition of your home, and they will help you with every step of the insurance claim process. Just call 970-825-9305. Pride Roofing and Construction. All right, everybody, we are back. Man, we have only got a couple minutes left. Uh, anyway, so I was saying, if you allow these interpretations of the Constitution to be constantly adapted to fit the the current uh, affairs and crises, you end up with a nation like Canada, which I was saying I have a lot of Canadians in my political groups. They are all stone-cold liberals. There are no conservatives from Canada in my groups. I don't know how they got there. I don't know if they were specifically invited by the liberals in the group. But here's the thing. You see what's happening in Ottawa with the with the pro trucker protests. Now, guys, these are not people that are just protesting the mandates and saying this is wrong. This goes against our, our freedoms. Uh, these are people who have actually lost their jobs because of these mandates. And so the the Canadian uh, Kim Jong Un wannabe prime minister of Justin Trudeau they put together this this mandate saying that you have to now carry you now have to have these vaccinations basically 
to work and to provide for yourself. And they wanted to stop the flow of unvaccinated people through their country. So they're violating the constitutional rights of these people's freedom to to move about within this country. And now the police chief of Ottawa, they have shut down all of the cameras. They have shut down total media blackout. Every information that you know about what's going on is by the few news sources that are willing to step outside the box and report it and by what you see on people's phones and stuff are now considering this protest to be dangerous and violent individuals and they're labeling it this even though it is clearly not when you see all the video evidence of what's going on we're talking about people that are sitting around with campfires with each other they're sitting around buying each other food and breakfast and doing and churches stepping in and and helping supply food and supplies and this and that no violence whatsoever, but that's how they're going to label it because the police chief of Ottawa is already talking about implementing very paramilitarist-type uh, actions to disperse and break up this protest. So now their constitutional right for freedom of assembly and protest is being violated as well. Well, that's, that's what happens when you sit back and you allow caveats and conditions and you allow a government to sit back and say, hey, we're going to turn your rights into privileges. Privileges are something that you are granted when the conditions are met. Rights, you don't get, laws are not supposed to be, the Constitution is not supposed to be compliant with every law that is written. You aren't supposed to to write laws that tell people when you can or cannot apply the Constitution. The Constitution is supposed to tell you when you can and cannot apply laws. Now, we've been fortunate that we have had a court system that has generally stepped in and said, hey, this is an overreach. Canada doesn't have that. Those poor people, they don't have guns to defend themselves. They don't have a court system that backs the people. They don't have a government that supports freedom, period. So, and we seem to be having government, and it doesn't matter if it's a Republican one or, or a Democrat one, that is that is very, 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 very much trying to duplicate that type of scenario here in the U.S. We fortunately have had court systems who have said, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, government, you can't do this, you, you don't have the authority to do this. But there are a lot of nations in this world that are supposed to be free democracies that don't have the checks and balances that America does. The problem with America is we aren't utilizing those checks and balances the way we're supposed to, but there are a lot of countries that don't even have them, which means they stand free in lip service. They stand free by description, but they are not. Countries like countries like the UK, countries like Australia, you know, they, they are considered free nations, but they are considered free nations because that freedom that they are given has not been deemed problematic to the people in charge. Once it is deemed problematic, they take it away and there is nothing you can do about it. And that, you know, and that's, that's the only true threat to democracy is not, is not, uh, not the way that the people think and the way that the people are acting, but the way that that division allows us to support the government and their actions. Uh, guys, I love talking with you today. God bless everybody, and I hope to see you back here on next Saturday. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, 
When people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown.